and welcome back to the English and Maths booth. This week I'm joined by a wonderful, who I can call friend of mine, uh, Michaela Greaves. Hi Michaela. Hi Holly, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm really good, thank you. Been to a great writing event this morning, so I'm really stimulated and (laughs) energised. Good, I'm really pleased. So Michaela, do you just want to give a um, brief introduction about yourself, a bit about what you do and where you're from? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm Michaela Greaves. I'm Curriculum Operations Manager for Hairdressing and Beauty Therapy at Chesterfield College, where I have worked for a good number of years. We're coming up to about 25 years on and off now. Wow, 25 years. Yes, I'm old. I'm old, Holly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> only as only as old as you feel, Michaela. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, so, um, Michaela's joining us today because she's doing some absolutely fantastic work at Chesterfield College um, in supporting the enhancement of English and maths within um, her department, her lessons, her team. Um, so, Michaela, do you, do you want to give us a bit of an introduction about what things you've you've been doing, and then we can talk about them in a bit more detail? Yeah, definitely. Um, so. A number of years ago, um, I realised when we came out of the functional skills and uh, curriculum team teaching functional skills, when we came out of that period, that we really needed to embrace the English and maths team. Um, And we started by having the English and maths team working alongside us within the within the uh, staff room, which was fab because they knew all the ins and outs of every learner on a daily basis. But but then two years ago, it was taken from us and English and maths became a, a curriculum area within itself, which has positives and negatives. But from a positive side, I really wanted to keep going what, what had occurred and wanted to make sure that the teachers that were now involved in teaching in English and maths were really understanding of our hair and beauty students because they are mm. very different or are they different that's a question that I can ask you Holly because I know you've taught them in the past <laughs> it's um I think every, every department has its every department has a stigma almost yeah uh, you know every, every department's known for different um mainly behaviors isn't it so you know Hair and beauty are known for being quite loud. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then we have uniformed services who are known for being loud, sometimes a bit naughty. Um, But English is their kind of like free space. So there there are lots of different, um, I think we were saying, weren't we? Every department's tarred with a different brush, which is really difficult because it it gives a a really wrong preconception of the learners that are actually, that you could be teaching. Definitely. And and the, the basic for me is these kids are coming from school they've in their minds they've failed so many times at English and Mm. maths and we know they haven't failed they're still learning but it perhaps hasn't been delivered to them in the way that they need it to be delivered absolutely the reason I went into teaching myself was my teacher um, who taught me beauty therapy at college was a very chalk and talk teacher and I knew that wasn't right for me and and I remember thinking I'm sure I could deliver this in a better way. And I still look up to her this, to this day and, and just really appreciate the fact that she was the person that made me go into teaching because I wanted to give it to people in, in a way that they could understand and they could grow and, and flourish with. I think that's really important that um, what you were saying there about the learners 
being different and that that's how they were taught at school is not the way that worked for them yeah and I think there's there's definitely a gap um that I'm interested in as to where what are we doing to support those learners before they come to us yeah I think that's something that's unknown to us that we, what we need to delve into a bit more but absolutely you know uh, every learner at college is is unique everyone learns in a different way and what one method works for one person doesn't work for another and it's the same with groups isn't it what works for one group doesn't always work for another group within the same um vocational area definitely we we did a task quite recently um obviously we've been in lockdown and i've tried different ways of 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 teaching and we did an exercise where we instead of writing an assignment for a makeup project which was very practical and hands-on we got the learners to um, do TikToks and and open an Instagram account and make sure that they were um, selling a positive aspect of, of what they could achieve in the industry. Mm. And I remember going into a maths and English session with the team and sharing it with the maths and English teachers and them saying, oh, that's that's such and such oh my goodness I never thought that she would be able to do something like that because in maths you wouldn't believe that she 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 hasn't got that confidence and look at her there doing that TikTok and yeah. inspiring other people and and how we act in different um lessons you know is the the worst hated thing I think by um an English and maths teacher is well when if you go to vacation is well they behave in my lesson yeah or you know if you go to the math teachers and English teachers, well they're all right with me it's something that we don't even want to we don't want to know it's about what can they do you know how are they in terms of their confidence and I think that's really great that you've encouraged to show the maths and English team how confident they can be because it almost sets a standard doesn't it you know actually you can do this but what's holding you back how can we support you going forward yeah, and it's, it's really important. And I said that to this particular teacher. I need you to understand the learners' personalities. I need you to understand where these students are coming from and, and who they want to be. Um, yeah. For example, we had a, a teacher a few years ago in English who, who came to me, was really struggling with, with the behaviours of, of the learners. And I said to him, but what are you doing? And he said, well, I'm doing what I do with the other students. So if, if I've got a carpentry and joinery class, I'll do this lesson on punctuation in the same way to them. And I said, so that's where you're going wrong. That is where yeah. you're going wrong. You Do you realise that down in the library, we have some amazing books, some amazing magazines um, that the students can get so much from? And why don't you base your lesson around one of those magazines? Do the students read these magazines? Do they understand what it's like to read an article about makeup? Or do they just look out for it on Facebook and, and Instagram, etc.? And and really infuse them in, in what your lesson is going to be about, then create yeah. debate, and then they can move on to writing a piece or writing an article. Absolutely. And that's brilliant as as you know, um it sometimes it's really hard to find material for a particular area and there's there's this huge kind of um, battle about contextualization you know how much should we contextualize but in those initial weeks contextualization is so important for that buy-in and having a the tutors in the vocational area supporting you providing with that makes it much a much easier process because you've already broken down those barriers quicker than what we can because there's that initial guard up yeah so that's brilliant yeah and and something else we've worked on holly um 
for me, it's about it's not about those initial weeks of induction. It's about the impact from interview. So yes. straight away from interview, we, we did some interviews um, uh, just prior to February half term. And at February half term, we then do an activity called Keep It Warm. I've got the second mm. Keep It Warm happening tomorrow. And um, being this being Easter, obviously, it won't be when the recording goes out. But um, how wonderful that we can talk about maths and English and the importance of it within our vocational area and and when you go to work in a salon what it's going to be like working on with 10 percent off day especially when we go back after lockdown we're going to have to really make sure that beauty salons in particular are having special offers on to create more customers coming through that door because there's going to be a lot of of worry about going into a beauty salon whereas a hairdressing salon they're going to be inundated with clients and they may actually put 10 percent on their prices so mm. it's, it's really making the students understand maths and english is an everyday part of this industry and making sure that they are aware of it right the way from interview so we're encouraging the students now that are coming to us in september to be working extra hard at the maths and english at school to try and achieve that gcse mm. at school so that when they come to college we can put that extra three hours a week into really focusing on advancing other skills like blogging and um, creating Facebook pages and being the leaders for advertising uh, hair and beauty treatments for the college and, and really advancing them in ways that the industry is wanting them to prepare for them. Yeah, and, and I, I love the fact um, you, you were telling me about all these great things and I love the fact of what you were saying about the 10% the discount because actually... Um, students will be thrown into different um, roles in, in hair and beauty. So, you know, like you were saying, some of them might work in a, in a salon, some of them might work in a spa. And how they actually operate is very different, isn't it? So one of them might actually have a high-end system, but there could be some small salons, or even if they build, you know, their own, if they want to start doing things by themselves, they're going to have to start thinking about those things. How is cash going to add up and start thinking about taxes and percentages? Definitely. And um, we've just done a really lovely exercise. We use teaching triangles as part of our um, observation process. So they're not lesson observations, they're supportive practice wow. where teachers help to develop each other. Um, How amazing. We've, we've done it just within directorate for the last two years whilst we've been modelling it. But this year I wanted to try something different. So myself and my um, TLQL, Jamie, have worked with a, mass, a, a support group that's been a math teacher, a support teacher, an entry three teacher for hair and beauty and our receptionist. And we've looked at the different skills that a learner will need to be able to work manually adding money um, and taking percentages, etc., And then actually going on to reception and using those skills, but then using it on a system where you, you, you type it into the system and it tells you what, what you need to do. So it's great that such learners from right at entry three level really understand the importance of either working on a computerized system or working manually with numbers. That's brilliant. That's just brilliant. Um, so something that you've done um, or you've been a part of at your college, Michaela, is you've, you've obviously 
done a fantastic job of embedding English and maths from the interview process. But in the wider college community, um, it's it's been a bigger part. It's been a part of a bigger picture, hasn't it, with your Aspire program? It has, yeah, the wonderful Aspire program. Um, it's been a program where we've looked at how do we make happy, confident, um, independent young people, and it's not just about ticking boxes to to pass a hair or beauty course. It's about building a bigger picture for that individual to go out there and aspire to be the best individual they can. And we we worked as a team very closely last year building our jigsaw pieces that make up the Aspire programme and each piece is unique to a hair and beauty student. So what will a hair and beauty student need when they go out into, into the big wide world? And we, we did this by talking to employers. We asked employers what was missing when our students wow. went out to them. We worked with our ex-students who are now actually, some of them are our new staff, which is absolutely amazing. They've gone out there, they've aspired, they've worked in the industry, and then they've come back to teach with us um, 10 to 15 years later, which is so exciting. And really, we wanted to make sure that these learners were equipped to succeed in life and one of our jigsaw pieces is maths and english because it's so important to our hair and beauty learners and um, what's been so lovely about it is the english and maths team also did the same exercise and then we shared our visions for each of the areas so this wow. is why we're collaborating so well together because the english and maths team really understand what i want from our hair and beauty students and then we understand what the English and maths team want from, from their students. So it's mm. great. We're, we're looking now at collaborating on an induction project in, in September so that maths and English isn't you go to your maths and English class and you go to your beauty therapy class or you go to your media makeup class. It's a let's do it all together in an exercise where it might take six weeks to do the program, but wow, what an amazing experience that first six weeks will be. Um, and I'm quite excited for that, looking at, at, at ideas moving forward. So the construction students will look at going out and building something within the community, but the maths and English teachers will support them with that. Um, we will make sure that our students, for example, if they've got to go out and have an interview and be able to sell or cold sell what we call it out on a shop floor they would have yeah. the confidence and um to communicate out there and and talk to somebody who they've never they've never set eyes on before that's incredible it, it's so it's so great to hear um english and maths being you know used up the chain because i i think sometimes we don't hear it as much or maybe on the ground we don't feel like we do but it's great that it's, you know, it's not just left with the English and Maths Department because it's part of the whole learner experience, isn't it? It's part of the learner journey that we're, we're so keen to um, to put a lot of pressure on because, you know, we're all about progression. But a learner can't progress unless we have this whole kind of holistic approach. And I think what, what you said there is, is key, Michaela. It's not just that you're coming in to do Maths and English, not just at induction, but throughout the year. You're not just coming in to do, um, you know, your vocational area. We are one. And until we embed it you know or enhance it as some people say it into the team 
um, that's when the learner will will see it as a less stressful, less pressuring lesson to go to because it will just become part of the timetable. Definitely, table. and and that's what the learners are saying. So I'm 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 a big advocate in asking the students what they need. What what do you want it to look like? How do you want it to feel? Love that. And and they're really saying to me, we don't want to go to a maths and English class, Michaela. So wherever possible, if if I can prevent them having to go into a room that they've done all the life through school to learn maths and English, if they can come into a salon and learn maths and English in that salon, that's the way forward for me. Mm. And you, you do a lot of work um, continue, don't you? So for, for some of the work that you've done, it doesn't just stop or start with the the learners that um, haven't achieved a four. You, you keep it continuously going. Yeah, definitely. So with, this year we've done a lot of work on uh, command verbs and it was one of our mm. teaching triangle topics. Amazing lesson. Yeah, I've seen it. It, it, it was so amazing when when the teacher brought this piece of work to me. We, we we've gone into technical qualifications in the last four years in hair and beauty, and it's really expecting our learners to be that step up, so more of an academic learner rather than a hands-on practical learner. And the command verbs: compare, discuss, explain, evaluate. They were really struggling to advance on this. They were they 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 struggled to reflect. I think that's the easiest way to put it. And mm. um, so a teacher in hairdressing and media makeup did an, an amazing session on using these command verbs to further expand on the practical application. So rather than sitting down and doing it in an English lesson, she brought it into mm. let's say a consultation session about how to do a consultation with a client but really wow. then talked about comparing hair types comparing the conversation she might have with one client to another client and then really evaluating the experience and and, and the treatment at the end of it to get more out of the student and they really struggled with it and we're now finding it's just a natural thing that's coming to our students Amazing. because all the staff are using it and we We've so even amazing. advanced it into blogging now. So this year, um, our students have done a topic around blogging because we've looked at what the industry needs because of lockdown. Mm. So why? how has lockdown impacted our industry? The first thing is the salons are closed. So how are, how are the salons making their money during lockdown? And they're having to make sure that they're selling online, that they're doing blogs, they're doing um, sessions, one-to-one uh, -one sessions, they're doing um consultations online how do we equip our learners to have these skills to move forward with how the industry is changing and and that to me is massive we've, we've constantly got to ask the salon owners what do you need from us what do you need to improve what do you need to, what do we need to do to make sure when our learners come to you they know what to do yeah and that's that's um that's great that you have that relationship with the the employers because you know and again another part of the learner experience isn't it it's about working with those employers another part of what we do with college is reaching out to people um so aside of that all that amazing work that's happening inside of college there there are other things that you're a part of aren't there outside of the, the college community or across colleges I yeah we've 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 teamed up through uh, the fabulous joy fe um, we've teamed up with Elizabeth Draper from the English Association, along with yourself and some students from your college. Um, and yeah. we're working on a project 
um, where the students are designing their own magazine for the future, which is so exciting. Um, they've been involved in it. So we've, we've shortlisted four students across the college to do it as part of the work experience. And they're going along to these meetings and meeting other students from across the country. Mm. And they are designing their own magazine. And it's fabulous. They're, they're, they're doing it all themselves, just with the support of us in the background. And there's some amazing stuff coming out of it. I know we've been really excited, haven't we, Holly, about it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible to see um, learners, you know, some of them... Um, are from from FE colleges but some of them are from sixth forms who are English literature students that have passed their their GCSE and are actually doing A-level literature or language and you know that when they're in that moment when they're writing it doesn't matter there's no there's you know everything a bit like thinking about isn't it role rank and ego is off off the table they're in there they're in that space they're immersed with everybody in that in that moment and they're focused on um writing and you know some of them have, have really taken charge you know um learned from your college last week she came in a bit later because she was you know managing her time she came in and she she completely just put herself forward she's like yeah I'm happy to head this up let's get this <laughs> sorted um and it's so great to see them take charge of their own learning they don't they don't see it like that but you know this is this is for their own benefit and their own learning so it's incredible it is see. and the opportunities it can bring uh, to them for the future who knows um who knows what's going to happen yeah. i mean one of my one of my most exciting things is that it's made me want to write so I, i've joined a writing group just this morning and i've written my first solo article this morning and that's that's all oh, come well from done. being involved with the english association and who'd have thought in my job role that i'd have been doing that i never thought it and I think you know it, it's it's one of those universal things, isn't it? It pe- you know, people tie it with the English brush, but actually it, it's a form of processing for some people. It's a form of um, trying to work out what are they trying to say or trying to work through an idea just through writing and planning. Um, so the opportunities are endless. We're um, we're coming towards the end now, Michaela. So I want to ask you our question of what is your most memorable lesson? Oh wow so many so many to think about let me I think the the main one for me around and it is actually associated with English and it's one of my students many years ago who was very quiet unconfident and she was just going through the process of becoming a beauty therapist in my eyes and one day she came to me and said I want to go for a job on Steiner cruise liners and I thought, oh, my goodness, wow. because I know the process of getting this job. And I was like, wow, that's a massive thing for you to do and to achieve. But come on, let's have a go at it. And the main focus of this is that she has to talk about herself for six minutes at the job interview. Because on most of the wow. cruise liners, they have to do uh, presentations to people about skincare, etc. They have to be confident talking. And when we did the first session, I said, come on, then let's start. Let's have a starting point. And she literally managed to talk for 30 seconds and then went, oh, I don't think I can do it. And we set her a target (laughs) each session. So come on, we'll do another minute this session. We'll do 30 seconds. Come on, you can do it. And we gave her topics to think about. And oh, my goodness, the most amazing thing, that one girl who was so unconfident, 
went out there and achieved a, a dream job from from working with wow, us and her. it helped that we knew what was involved in the job interview and she prepared for it yeah. and she went out and toured the world she met her husband on board a cruise liner she's now got three children she's had an amazing life and i still keep in touch with us to this day because that was very memorable and you know speaking and listening is a, is again another part of the, the yeah. english curriculum it's it's a, it's a part of it being able to um, actively listen to somebody as well as give a presentation and speak so again it, it, fantastic use of embedding the curriculum within yeah. within the sessions michaela it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much i, I feel inspired as ever I always when I finish talking with you uh, I feel inspired to go and do more and, and uplifted so thank you so much for sharing all of your wonderful work that you're doing over at Chesterfield College you just want to drop your um your Twitter handle for people so they can follow some of the work I will it's at Greaves Michaela and I look forward to hearing from thanks. lots of people and sharing even more ideas moving forward thanks for having me Holly you're welcome thank thanks you. for coming on Michaela bye bye, bye.